All right, are we slapping? We are slapping. Let's slap the correct number this time, shall we? Yes. Archive minstrel masturbator. <laughs> if my math is correct. <laughs> Let's just pause that one. This should be episode 245. Five. 45. 245. Two. 45. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got The weekly talk show. Can I say something about the episode number? The last last episode where you're like, oh, it's episode, and my mind went 249, which was wrong. And then you said 235, and I was like, I'm never getting this right. (laughs) And then it was 244. I go, yeah. I I need a cheat sheet. I'm like, I need it right here on the dash. Yeah. Well, I'm the only one with 245 fingers, so in fairness, I should have known. So how's everybody doing? It's been a while. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been hours. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. Yes. So where are we going now? The Southeast Texas Renaissance Festival? South, yep. Is this the maiden? Is this the maiden voyage? Yeah. Yeah, Herbieville, Texas. Yeah. And yeah, it's in the past for us, but the good news for y'all is we're doing it again this Sunday. Uh, last Sunday. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, this is be, next week's yeah. episode. Sorry. Yeah, told you. So, yeah, tough shit, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Ireland. You'll have to come next yeah. year. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Right? Tomorrow. We'll fly tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, we'll fly tomorrow. Yeah, yeah this right. is right. We're going yeah, Ireland this week. Wow. Yep. I like it here in the future. Yeah, so we, nice. we don't have anything to say about it yet because we haven't played the show, but we just played Canales 40th. Well, yeah, sorry. In the future, we played Canales 40th anniversary. In reality, yes, last night we played the, our very first gig at the Pub McGonna. In Granbury, Texas. Granbury, Texas. Which what is a beautiful town. Great town, the yeah. neat little town of Granbury. My goodness. Well, let me just say, we, hats off to the McDonough's for uh, getting that uh, that place together. It's going to be a great pub when it's open. It's all under construction right now. They're building it, but they decided to go ahead and open with tents out in the parking lot and the... Uh, you know, a lot of construction, but they cleaned it up, and uh, we played with a band called Clan Celtic yesterday. They were nice enough to leave their set list on the stage, so that's what we played. <laughs> the wonderfully amazing, the saintly, the goddess of goodies, Miss Kate Scott, strikes again. Yep. We left with uh, our gear, the gear that we carry, you know, the PA and all the drums and guitars and all that stuff. It's pretty heavy. The bag that she gave us full of stuff was as heavy as all our gear. It was there was so yeah, much, was. so much of it. There was coffee, there was beer, there was cookies, there was cupcakes, there was all kinds of stuff. Chocolate covered, espresso bean, everything. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. I used to be, I used to be a slim guy. Now I'm a little pudgy patty. I have some of it right here. Black rifle. Look at that. Coffee. Patrick and I are swapping when I took the wrong one home. Taking this one, I'm gonna give him the other one. That's what he says every night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I'm gonna give him the dark roast. Yeah, so thank you, Kate Scott. Oh, we'll be on the plane with you tomorrow. (laughs) Hang tight. Yeah. Um, I don't worry, I'll, you know, we'll, uh, send you some footage from the plane because I think they're asking me to fly it. So, yeah, the next episode of Slappy Guys DC, which should be pretty fun if if I'm able to edit it while we're there. You will be. I mean, you got nothing else to do. Right. <laughs> chip, chop, chip. Yeah, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about about the the, uh, the Renaissance Festival. Uh, we're going to we're going to be on a uh, it's going to be Pirate Night or Pirate Day today, and we have uh, there we've heard tell 
that Mr. and Mrs. Merch Maiden are, say that fast. They are on route as we speak. Yeah, we're going to be seeing them there. And uh, we're going to, oh, let, 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 me, let me just kill us all. So, boys and girls, we stopped in a little town <laughs> called All Alaska. All Alaska, however you want to say it. It's in Texas. And it's a beautiful 61 degrees. There's no humidity. There's not even a breeze. It's it's heaven out here. It's gorgeous. You stop at this store, and uh, guy behind the counter. I think he was from Scotland. I'm incredible at at, at doing accents, but a little tan fella, and uh, he said, "I would like to give you a dingo." So I think Scottish. Yes, nailed it. And uh, but he had this dance music blaring. So I'm just gonna go in for the kill right now on episode 245. I'm going to kill The band is called Thank you Chad For looking at, Or actually Chad knew it Chad has yeah. all our albums Yeah um, But the, the band is called DNCE And the song is called Cake by the Ocean And I don't know If you've ever eaten By the ocean And you got sand You know And you take a bite you know, And you get that You know Crunch that sand and you, It's uh, So all in all I would much rather Eat Sandy Cake by the Ocean Than hear that song even think about that song again it's one of those ones I don't I've never used AI I'm, I'm not an artificial intelligence aficionado I don't know anything about it I've never used it however that I'm pointing to that song and saying that song was written by nothing but a computer and a bad fucking joke that was a that was a terrible fucking number it was it, I mean it was so appalling that this is my third outfit <laughs> It was that. It was that. Yeah. It was that. Give it. Give it again. There. That's all it is. The whole fucking time. Now, and also, I'm not going to mention any names, but he's got a shiny head and he's got a camera. Um, he, uh, he he says that we uh, saw a band cover it. It was on a Paddy's Day in a place called Pimlico in Houston, Texas, and he saw a band cover that song. And I call Bull Puggy on Patty's Day. On, yep. well, no, it wasn't all. It was the Patty's oh, Day weekend, like or that. Yeah. But even still, close enough. No, close enough. Yeah, it was, and it was. I mean, I didn't. I don't recall. I mean, if I did, if I was there, which apparently I was, uh, I would not have. I mean, I, I, I would have. I'd probably be in jail right now if I heard a man. You would have changed your clothes again. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was just appalling. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that's about the worst thing I've heard, and 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 it's a. Uh, of course, now it's Slapper Day, episode two forty five. But today, back in the past, it's the, it's the most beautiful. It feels like a spring morning. It's just we've uh, the lads have only had about an hour of sleep because we we drove out. This is this is the genius of our tour manager. We play up in Granbury, Texas, which is just outside of Fort Worth, and it's uh, I think it's about an hour from Fort Worth to Granbury. So it's close enough to Dallas to make you, you know, want to put your fingers down your throat and leave quickly. But uh, we drove up there. It's a three-hour, three-and-a-half, or actually three, nearly four hours, because it's, it's a lot of back roads if you come in from Houston. So we go up there, we play, then we come, come home, and then we go back out. Now we're going east. We're going out to pretty close to the, to the uh, Louisiana border, you know. So we're... we're it's quite the distance is all I'm trying to say and it was uh, luckily we've had great weather this has been you know if you've been listening to Slabbercast over the last few months 
you'll know that we've been through easily the worst summer that I've ever experienced. Yep, and beyond. Yeah, it, it's just been post summer, whatever yeah. you call it. Oh, it's just been. It's been. It, it, I'll tell you something else. I'm amazed that the infrastructure held up because I saw I parts of, of the parts of the you know the country roads that have been because they're they're just in that that intense heat with no rain with no temperature change. Yeah. You know, we saw we saw ninety like high nineties in the evening. You know, at nighttime, two and three in the morning, it's still ninety five degrees outside. Because the because it just cooks the, the planet obviously and it's so it, it was. I'm pretty, pretty sure that's why my driver's side window failed. I think the oh, internal yeah. glue or something and all the window in places melted. Well, we said that too on the I think I was watching all these cars driving along the 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 plastic rivets and the rubber uh, connections you know that holds hold these plastic cars together. Yeah. They're all just coming undone. I've seen more panels of these cars just flapping in the thing because the, 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 this it's been so intense and uh, so speaking of intense shit DNC <laughs> uh, kicked by the ocean awful fucking awful uh, you don't want to kill somebody anyway um, so I should take the CD out yeah go ahead that's, yeah. That, that's horse lips yeah that's just uh, that's just let's just get this let's put something on let's just get this make sure it's not oh, oh is he right he's right yes yes Let's put that in. Yeah. So, um, thank you, Keith York. Anyways, and then to shine a light, let's just do a horse lip song. Let's yeah. just do Trouble yeah. Capital, with a capital T. Oh, yeah. Why not? Let's do Derek Doom. Why, why not? Let's just do it. I want to do that one. Yeah. Trouble with a capital T. Yeah. You're already shining a light on that one, but that's okay. Back back. No, I'm still going. I'm still going. No. I'm shining a light. I'm just doing... Um, get yourselves... Get yourselves the... Uh, the horse lips live at... The O2 Arena, it's, it's their, their most recent library. Oh, my God. Just There's not a bad moment in the whole CD. And um, as I've spoken about many times before, our dear friend Keith York gave me the box set, which has autographed pictures. It's got set lists, got everything. It was just the most incredible piece of music history I've ever put my hands on. And it's 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 magnificent. There's just, just not a moment of, of let down on it. It's, it's all... It's all just peak perfection. So anyway, uh, so that's my that's my shine the light. Anybody want to kill? Anybody want? I want to kill another performance. Sure. Do it, do it, do it. You're here. So since I'm on the performance yeah. killing kick here, I don't remember what year it was. I should have looked it up, but it was. Uh, when, remember when Mariah Carey did the uh, no. ball dropping performance? No. It was like whoever does the ball dropping. I think it was the Ryan Seacrest version one, but. She went on to sing, and there was like an audio problem, and you, it was just her going the whole time. I thought it was something's wrong with the TV, but you couldn't hear. It was I was like, oh, they cut this off because it's that bad. I was like, ah. So I'm killing that performance, and so it was like right before the ball drop. I don't know if anybody remembers this, but I'd look up the Mariah Carey freaking audio debacle. I guess we'll call it. Nice. <laughs> Dead. All right. Not as bad as the uh, Goo Goo Doll show, but she's up there. Ah! <laughs> so shine a light. Uh, I don't know. You got a song that you, you got a bonus song to shine a light? Yeah. Usually I struggle with kills. Yeah. Uh, is there is, is there a deep cut? You know, we talked about your Green Day or your Blink days. Is there is there one of those deep, 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 
deep cuts that you'd like to, uh... Oh! Oh, fucking Black, Black Cell song. What's up? Oh, I could do an album. Yeah. I think you should do the whole album. So, Black Sails of the Sunset by AFI. I think people should check it out. I think those first two songs. Yes, I love how... I love when bands play, like, an intro that they come into. Yeah. So, like, maybe there's some music playing... And then the band takes it over. Yeah. And then, and uh, AFI did this. I saw them. It was probably, I don't know, 2000, 99 or 2000, whenever that album came out, something around that time frame. And I saw them in Phoenix play. And they came out with that intro. And I was just like, I couldn't take my eyes off the stage. Like, it was freaking amazing. And then they just went right into like song two on the record. It was like the record sounded just like that live show. And it was freaking awesome. And, uh, oh, I just, I'm addicted to that. I love that. There's another band, Ignite, that does this all the time. And so I'm sure yeah. not many people have heard this band, Ignite, but they... You play me that stuff, too. Oh, man, I'm just like, I love the intro, how they come in like that. Yeah. It's just... So it's, anyway, it's, that's... Uh, I can vouch for it. It's good shit. You played, we listened to the car a couple times, coming out from shows. Hell yeah. I'm like, we get all pumped up. Like, yeah. oh my God, dude, we're going 80. Slow down. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's good. Like two in the morning, you know, stay awake music. Yeah. Um, I think the uh, "Our Darkest Days" is the title of the Ignite album, so I'll do both these. Okay. And uh, "Black Cells and Sunset" is uh, AFI's album. So like, they've got tons of albums out, but that one, man, I just I love it. It's uh, so good. That's a great title too. Yeah, that makes me think that I don't know who did the original. The Beatles used one of the many covers the Beatles did in the early days was "Red Sails and the Sunset." I don't know. It was a cover. I don't know. I forget who wrote that. But anyway, an old 50s yeah. song. I'll, I'll tell you what, what, one of my favorite Beatles covers, but I'll shine another light. Yeah. Is the Attila Is You. Oh, yeah. I love that fucking version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That, that's my. That's my Heck yeah. Now, when, uh, along those lines, uh, Taste of Honey. Yes. Taste yes, of honey. yes, yeah, yes. I remember yes, you yeah. and I talking because we love the, the chord progression in that yes. one. That's a great melody. Are you doing? Okay. You up? Switch your switcheroo. Switcheroo. All right. So this is another one that we heard on the road yesterday. It was. I think it was. It was actively annoying all three of us. And you, you guys mentioned it before I did, but then I, I called dibs on it later. <laughs> Mike and the mechanics. All I need is a miracle. Awful. So, all I need is a miracle. And you said that like one? you're like yeah. You're, oh, like, yeah. you're like, is that, is that, those the only words to the song? <laughs> it's like, it's so bad. It sounded like it was stuck. Like it was just stuck on that line. That song is particularly, I, I'd forgotten that, that, that they did that song. I thought it was a, a Moody Blues song because the Moody Blues had, came out with a comeback record around that same time. That was terrible. That's what, the, what's that, what's that one? It's a very similar song that they put out. Oh, I forget. Anyway, that to me, that song is annoying because that, that's the band that Mike Rutherford from Genesis started. As a side project uh, with Paul Carrick and some other guys, Paul Carrick doesn't sing that song. But for somebody like Mike Rutherford, who, who is a tremendously talented musician and songwriter, I mean, some of the stuff he wrote in Genesis, like all the, a lot of the early stuff, is incredibly complex and, and brilliant stuff. To, for him to that that was just laziness. That song was just like I just want to make some money. And so when I hear that, whenever I hear that song, I'm like. You can't possibly. I don't. I just don't believe that he actually enjoys that song. I think that they 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 Genesis themselves at that point have reached a point that's where cool. they like that's fine. Now. Yeah, but they they figured out. You know what? We're tired of not making any money playing prog rock. The stuff that got to you were got you to where you went. Right. At least at that that point they were 
some of the I would say that the most of the pop songs that Genesis was making at that point were okay as far as pop rock goes was not it was in my mind it just wasn't the same band anymore uh, the one thing I'll say about Mike and the Mechanics is their their lead single off that album Silent Running is, is okay and Paul Carrick sings that I, I I give that one a pass because I like Paul Carrick he's also he's he's the one who's most famous I think for singing uh, uh, Tempted by uh, Squeeze which everybody knows that song right Tempted yeah of course okay Anyway, we just held the pause for a minute. We're like, everybody know that? It's like, how long can we get? It's like the teacher waiting for the class to respond. (laughs) You just see this tiny tiny little smirk (laughs) on the boss man's face. I'm just like, hold it, hold it, hold it. (laughs) So, to shine a light, I'm talking about Jonathan Richmond last week. I'm I'm again going to shine a light on one of his one of his very obscure numbers from the '70s called Dodge Vegematic, which is just hilarious song and if you if you look up look this up on streaming look for the extent what's called the extended version which is not like an extended mix or anything it just has the actual spoken word intro to it which is just him bantering with his his, uh his bandmates uh and it sounds like it's just in a rehearsal studio somewhere and they're giving him a hard time about this hunk of junk car that's sitting out in his in his parking lot and that's what the song's about it's about a dodge vegematic that doesn't move they're bantering with each other and then he starts reciting this poem about why he loves his touch vegematic and then they actually start singing the song it's just adorable it's this sort of just goofy humor that only Jonathan Richmond can pull off highly recommend you you listen to that love that guy yeah good 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 well we are moments away from our destination we're uh it's been uh I, I don't know if you can hopefully you can see this but this is just this is one of these days that was that it's just absolutely stunning when you walk out, uh, uh, Turbo was leaving the gas station where, where his uh, his song "Cake by the Ocean" was playing, oh, and so uh, he happy. was just he just jumped in the air and he clicked his heels together. And he's like, "Huzzah!" I said, like, "Turbo, calm down," you know. But it, it's the weather is that nice to where even Chad didn't run from the inside to inside the van. You know, he usually sprints, which is funny to see in itself, but. He uh, he just he doesn't like it. But even he sauntered. He did the small. He sauntered to the to the car date. So the weather is magnificent. It is. And uh, we just hope to see you all, you know all out here today and that, well last week and the week before. Yeah. But anyway, we're just uh, we're 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 just giddy about all this stuff. And uh, this is uh, uh, man. I just you know the, the having this weather after the summer we've had. Is I just I really didn't expect it because yesterday it was like this. I had the, I had the doors on the on the, the the deck open and just the, the fresh air coming in. Oh, oh my god, it's just spectacular. So uh, we're we're pretty pretty happy about, happy about that. So it's going to be nice. To, it was nice to play at Pop McDonough and uh, well, it's great to meet those those folks. Too. Yeah, and then but you know to have that weather, yeah, that perfect weather. Yeah, we, we played a, a we played over a two hour set. Non-stop and just not a beat of sweat. It was, yeah. It's it's, it's unreal. It's it strange. Yeah, yeah. It's unnerving. You look at that and go, "Am I doing something wrong?" And we met Santa Claus. So that was and cool. Santa Claus was yeah, there with Mrs. Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Does anybody know where? Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but you know where Mrs. Claus goes when Santa goes out on Christmas. Does anybody know? She, she no, she goes into town to blow a few bucks. 
That's true. So anyway, we have we have we have many more uh, many more moments of many more moments of dude masterful jokes. It's true. I know we we uh, we yeah, Turbo didn't believe in Santa Claus until yesterday. What's on the naughty list? We saw yeah. <laughs> we saw the uh, we 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 saw. Did we did, we didn't get a picture with them? Did we? We did. Uh, She's like, I like all your tattoos. I go, they're stickers. <laughs> and then she kind of looked down. She goes, they are. And I go, yeah. They. And then I was like, oh wait, my arm hair. So I go, oh, the hair grows through it. And then she looked at me. She's like, you're on the naughty list. <laughs> yeah, it's just you're bullshitting, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> yeah, you're bullshitting. <laughs> she wouldn't use oh, that I mean, language. I remember the Moody Blues song. I was trying to recall. Oh, fantastic! In, in my wildest dreams, remember that one. That, now that, but that's better than Miracle. You think so? Oh, a hundred percent. It's still bad. It's still like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't lie. No, like, don't get me wrong. It's what? like you think, and again, it's like Moody Blues wrote that. Like what? What Nights year was that? Is that 80s? eighty? Yeah, probably eighty four, eighty five. There was Mike uh, McCann, was eighty five. My first job in Houston that didn't involve uh, smuggling people. No, we uh, my first my first real job in Houston was uh, at a place called the Pig and Whistle on Greenbrier in Richmond and uh, there was a guy that would come in he was quite uh, he's the, the the Texan Tim Duffy remember Tim Duffy yep from from Philly yep Rumal Tim Duffy knows every fucking classic rock song that's ever been written he knows who was in the band he knows the producer he knows what cables they used in the studio he knows the patch cables yeah. he knows what kind of you know, condenser mics they used. He knew the mixers. He knew the co- the compressors. He had everything. Well, we had we had a Texan version of him who was the biggest Moody Blues fan oh. on the planet in uh, the Pig and Whistle, and he used to come in and I can't for the life of me remember his name, but he would come in and he would just destroy that jukebox, put like ten Moody Blues songs in a, including that one. Oh yeah. Oh god. And it was just, it was just nonstop. You know, it's like the, the, the guy that comes in, he puts on the, the, uh, the Rick Astley song and he, he, he plays it 10 times and then he leaves, you know, sit or sits in his car and watches the, you know, watches through the window as everybody loses their mind. The bar fight starts and all that. Uh, that was the, that was the equivalent. It, I have a boss man question for you. Yeah, go, go, go. You what open up a bar, you're putting in your jukebox. What's the first CD? Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy. Yeah. Why? That's what I would have Why? Yeah. Why Thin Lizzy? Because it's the live and dangerous. Okay. Only, only because it's got oh, so it's amazing. got so many. You know, if that's if that's going to be my friend, that, that's going to give you that kind of taste. What's going on? I would also put on ABBA, but I would make sure that Dancing Queen was not on there. Why? Because if you've ever heard that song at two o'clock in the morning when they're trying to get everybody out, ooh, you'll be begging for some Mike and the Mechanics. Uh, what a terrible fucking name, too. <laughs> What a terrible name for a band. Oh, let, let, let me ask you this. All right, so we talked about a band actually covering that fucking Cake by the Ocean. Would you prefer to hear a band cover that song? Yeah. Or would you prefer to hear a tribute band doing, you know, like... See, uh, a tribute I, band makes more sense to me. Like, they're... Really? Yeah. I, I, see, I don't... Okay. I let, mean, let, I'm not going... I don't go me, to tribute band shows, let, but let, that makes more sense. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. See, I, I don't believe that... If you're doing a YouTube cover band... You need to have paperwork that you two are not touring anymore. You have you need to have proof to me that you're not. If you're doing a, a Queen cover band, fucking don't. <laughs> fucking no. <laughs> Just no. I don't care who's in it. 
I don't care. Just don't fucking do it. Just makes End sense that you're saying this because you don't like movies where they reenact. You know, like, like we talked about yesterday. Yes, like 100. Like the yeah. Elvis movie or the Bohemian Rhapsody. You know what they did. I watched a little bit of that. A good friend of mine, Rachel, called me. She said, "I need you to go see this movie, the, the latest Elvis movie, whichever it was." And uh, she said, "I need you to go see it. You're going to love it." She, I saw it. I saw it. On the other. So I was like, "Oh, I'm able to look into it." Well. I didn't. I didn't look into it because I was on a. I was on a flight somewhere, and somebody was watching it, and I saw that guy on the thing. It's just obviously it's not in. You know, I, I didn't. You know, I didn't hear it, but just watching it, I could not. Eat. And if you're wondering what that bell is, if you're he- <clears throat> hearing that bell here on Slappercast, that bell goes off when there's sexy motherfuckers in, in the van. So just so you know. So uh, I'm, I'm watching the. Uh, that should be going off all the time. It's yeah. Malfunctioning. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's actually when you guys aren't in it, aren't in the van, it, it, oh, does, yeah. it does go off all the time. <laughs> Sorry, so um, I feel like it's cool. I was on the flight and I saw it on somebody else's uh, screen. They're watching it, and it was then that I knew I would never see that movie. I didn't want to hear it, I didn't want to see it. I, I, I can't fucking stand. I'll tell you, the only time I thought Elvis was watchable when it wasn't Elvis was when Kurt Russell did A Thousand Miles to Graceland. And if you haven't seen that movie, it's one of these movies that starts off like Dusk Till Dawn, the Tarantino movie. It starts off magnificent, and then it just fucking dissolves. It's like they put everything into the beginning, and they didn't figure out the ending. So the ending's all soft and squishy, and people were saying, oh, you got to see the Queen movie. They did the... I don't want to see the fucking Queen movie. I don't want to see a Queen tribute band. If Freddie's not singing, I don't want to fucking hear it. End of story. What about this perspective? Okay. All right, here we go. Let me just throw this out there. I love your commitment to the authentic version of it, right? Mm-hmm. The original, the OG, Elvis is Elvis, Freddie yes. Mercury's Freddie Mercury. But like kids these days are never going to experience it in the same way that people did when he was here. So like maybe, I can't argue maybe, that. maybe these movies are a chance for them to sort of get in and experience it, you know? Like, I can't argue with that. However, do you want to Because uh, this reason why I say is because a friend of mine went to the movie and, and, and she went, Man, I didn't know a lot of these things. And so I man, I'm and now she's checking out the songs and I went, Oh man, that was the gateway into it, you know, yes. where they're not normally coming. See, I cannot I can't argue with that. And a good friend of ours gave me another perspective on the tribute bands. He said, he said, Look, if they don't do it. Because people are, are I, and, I, and I haven't been harping on this enough, but people are not coming to live music shows close to what they used to. And whatever her name is, Taylor Swift, is that? Yeah. Right? They, uh, she, uh, she's got no problem getting people to the show. But the rock and roll bands or the, the DNC band, is that even a band? Is that just like one person with a computer? And it's, a computer. it's made up, dude. Yeah, so that I, I can't I can't imagine there being hey let's uh, let's form a band or write that song. No, I think the original member is the guy from Billy Vanilli. <laughs> uh, those guys were good. <laughs> they never got the they never got the credit. That, that's a that's a that's a tribute band I would do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, game on. Anyway, so yes, so so you know our our friend said long time ago he said look if they're not doing the tribute bands. It dies. Yeah, it, it, it goes away. So I, I understand that part of it. I just have a problem with you're playing a, uh, and, and, and I say you too because you two is another one of those 
bands that I'm not crazy about slightly. I'm not even curious about what they're doing now. Uh, I just love that Henry Rollins said they've got the worst rhythm section ever. And he's he's 100% right. Adam Clayton is, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but not a great bass player. And Larry Mullen Jr. is the one trick pony. He does that one beat. That's it. And if you, and if you want proof of that, there's a video of you two doing a, they, they dressed up and they tried to do this alter ego band. They were playing a, another band and it sounded worse than any cover band you know, any garage band, any, you know, kids in, 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 you know, kids with new gear in a, in a, in a garage somewhere sound. It was awful. So, uh, I'm so opinionated. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know. I can't. I can't Actually, can't. the thing with the true bands is I, cause I saw, you know, the reason why I'm sparking this up is I saw last night in my, in between my 30 minutes of sleep that we had yeah. was, uh, you know, there was a tribute band show collective. Now it's bands that I don't like, or I don't listen to, you know, it was like, Guns and Roses and Poison that yeah. style yeah but it was I was seeing people post these pictures and videos and I'm like man they're they're not going to see these bands this is a way for them to do it and it just they looked like they were having a blast and so yeah. I thought huh I, I don't know if I've ever in my life seeked out a tribute band where I'm like oh I'm gonna go see this tribute band but it, it makes sense to me yeah people would do it yeah you know? they get all dressed up and they kind of maybe relive that time or yeah you know bring their kids I don't know the best example of that I can think of that I saw was a band called The Musical Box, which is a specifically a tribute band to the Gabriel era of Genesis. From Peter Gabriel was the lead singer of Genesis in the early 70s. You know, the first five years they were together. And they were very, that, that iteration of the band was very theatrical. They had really elaborate visuals behind them. Peter Gabriel was putting on different costumes and stuff. So that that's an example. They actually have cooperation with the Genesis uh, you know, archives. Yeah, they, they provided them with the original negatives for the slide visuals and stuff, and helped them. I think helped them recreate the costumes and so forth. And the band is really fucking good. That's the other thing. They they recreate. Not that this is their thing. They're not recreating the actual stage performances. They're doing the the album versions. Yeah. That they like, you know. So, but. It, impeccably done and I've seen them twice I saw them in New York when they did the was it Selling it? yeah Selling it England by the Pound tour and then I saw them in House of Blues in, in Houston gosh this is a while ago now but they did the entirety of Lamb Lies Down on Broadway uh, and that was fantastic and that was a fantastic there weren't nearly enough people there I was stunned that there weren't more Genesis fans in Houston that caught that but that was amazing and that that to me is like historical preservation in a way because that show they're not just doing the music they're actually recreating the whole experience yeah that's my case authentically you know not my, with backing yeah. tracks and you know so backing tracks what's wrong with backing tracks <laughs> oh yeah so that that sort of thing more of that I would love to see uh, bands if they're really if they're doing it well it's it's painful when you go see that and they, 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 the singer can't sing and they, but they're they're Shut a rare up, exception yeah yeah, so I, that's my case and point. Everything in a nutshell is take the bands that did something that made their mark and they're not touring anymore or they're not around and don't do that stuff to your heart's content. But the, the nights of five tribute bands and it's no offense, Creed, but, uh, you know... Why'd you look at me when you said no offense? Because uh, it's your favorite band. <laughs> like, after <laughs> I wanted to dodge that I'm like whoa oh, yeah. hey man that's yeah. not for me who talking to that guy <laughs> yeah 
I'm surprised the, the I'm surprised the alarm didn't go off. Yeah, that's why I turned yeah. it off. It's mad at you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but you know, I just I, the, those the, the, the bands that are are are, are still in some iteration, you know, floating around somewhere, you can't have these 10 bands going out and doing the, I mean, there is. And, yeah. and then original rock and roll bands are up in arms because they can't get a gig because they people want to see all these 90s bands running, you know, these tribute bands running around. It's just, so I, I'm definitely, not, and I never say this, it's difficult for me to say, but I'm never, I'm not always right. <laughs> ow, ow. But, Oh hell! Yeah, oh, they, hell. no. The and I'm definitely wrong on this, but my 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 just steadfast opinion is you cannot have tribute bands when the band's still around. That's just I I, I can't stand it. Now right. let me ask you this. Okay. Let me ask you that. I, 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 one thing I hate more than tribute bands is parodies. I can't stand parodies of these songs. You know? Oh, have you heard? You know? And the the, the you know if the pandemic didn't give us just you know the worst time in my life you know so, so many so many people have the same you know uh, experience you know it just fucked so much but it get all those parody songs would come out they were all trying to do these COVID-19 parodies and they go man have you heard that oh you'll know you like it because it's in a no I, I cannot take I cannot take these fucking parody songs are you am I the only one am I I don't have a problem. Like what? I don't really listen to them. But. Just any parody song. Like I can't take any of them. I, I, I just, I've never listened to one. And go, oh, that's kind of cool. I can. Like I know Weird Al. Weird, Weird Al's got a huge audience. I mean, and obviously he's talented. Obviously he's he's. Uh, but I, I don't want to hear any of the stuff that the the Michael Jackson and Nirvana all that stuff and, I, and nothing. Yeah, I don't. A lot of those things are like jokes that you know anybody any kid would make. You know, eat it instead of beat it. Get it? Eat. Yeah. But then they keep going for the entire song. It's yeah. Like, it's it's like a, it's a one-liner. Just to, leave it to, alone. To, to, to me, that's like, and again, I, I, you know, some of my favorite people on the planet are comedians, but I'm not going to go buy their CD. I'll buy their T-shirt or their, you know, their book or the. I'm not going to buy a comedy CD. You just heard the fucking joke. I don't want to hear it again. Right. Same thing with a parody. You know. I'm the opposite of that. I like the comedy CDs. Yeah, I mean, I think what it is too is I'll listen to it and then I forget it. And so I think with the CD or I buy it again, I'm like, oh yeah, like it gets me. I've got to get it into my long term so then I can remember it that way. Yeah. That's probably why I like it. Yeah, I can't. I can't listen. Going back to the movies, is is there a movie of a band or an artist or something that you have watched and go, oh, I like it? If if it's a documentary. Yeah. Yes, I love, I love those. Yeah, um, we so the true one interviews. Yes, interviews. Behind the scenes. Yes, all that. Oh, man. Six, six, six. Yeah, I can't get enough of that stuff. Yeah, and the stuff that's been, I've just been on a tear with this, but and and this has been forever. Uh, one of the one of the easiest ways to waste a day is to find a YouTube Thin Lizzy rabbit hole and just go. I mean, you're gone. Oh my god, because everybody's got. We heard all the rumors. Growing up in Dublin, you hear all the rumors and all the, the, but but now you can confirm or deny on this stuff because you're hearing it from these guys. Because there was tape running, there was video, you know, they, they did interviews all the time, and and you and you can piece together. It, it's it's amazing. It, it's it's your own little treasure hunt, you know. You you are now Sherlock Holmes, and you're piecing this this entire career together. 
it's amazing. So yeah, I, I can't take the I I wouldn't see the Freddie Mercury one. I wouldn't see you know even Buddy Holly. I, I'm a Buddy Holly fan to a point, meaning you know his stuff as 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 revolutionary as it was when it came out. And I, I would love to hear what he would be doing today. I would just uh, Buddy Holly's story is is one that I could listen to, but I wouldn't again. I wouldn't see the movie if they got somebody to 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 recreate his persona. You know. Yeah. Something happened. What about the? Yeah, there was one. I think it was a long time ago. That, who was the other guy that was killed on a plane crash with Buddy Holly? The big bombers too. Big bomber and. Richie Valens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a movie about him, I think. Yeah, yes. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, Blue Diamond Phillips. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember anything else other than that. But I'm just always curious. There's going to be one of those that you're like, oh man, that was a good one. Yeah, they did good on that. Yeah, as long as they, as long as they're true to the to the story. Yeah, and the the cool thing about that too is that it's La Bamba. Oh. Yeah, it was a big hit again, which was which was cool just for his legacy. Yeah, not that I need to hear that song again. Yeah, but <laughs> he, he was a talented guy. He yeah, he really was. They all were. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they were all so different in their delivery, but at the same time, they were a perfect team to be touring like that. You know, to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, that stuff. That's I can't I can't get tired of that stuff. <laughs> My mother's got a huge. Uh, I will see her tomorrow. Excellent. Uh, happy birthday, mom! She's to blame for me knowing all that stuff. She would play that stuff. Uh, I remember the first one was Bill Haley in the Comets. Yeah. Well, of course, Elvis being the first. But the first time that we stepped out of that, out of that uh, Elvis thing, would, would have been Bill Haley in the Comets, and then on to that stuff like Johnny Cash and the, you know, and on and on and on. So good stuff. Anyway, why don't we wrap this up? So we're uh, right. heading towards the the fairgrounds. Will she be here any minute? And uh, we do thank you for listening, and um, thank all our friends again. Thank you, uh, Kate Scott. Amazing. Yes, thank you, Kate. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And thanks to all the gang out here at Southeast uh, Texas Renaissance Festival. And thank you, Patreon. Thank you, and everybody. Cheers. See ya. Yeah.